Hey everybody, welcome to episode 24 of the Balancing Music Podcast. I'm your host, musician, and producer, Ingrid Wood. This podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Free to subscribe to. This episode is going to be quite different because <laughs> I am traveling. So this is like a traveling episode and everything leading up to my time before I had to leave, I did not make enough time to edit uh, the podcast or edit it the way I would like to. So I just decided to do something a little different this episode. So I'm traveling. So, uh, so here we go. Okay. So, um, I, this is like the first installment, I guess, of the, uh, travel chronicles (laughs) since I didn't have time to (coughs) put something together, um, in time for the regular podcast. So, um, and this might, I don't think this is too dangerous. I drive a stick shift, um, cause I like to control my vehicles. So I am, um, so it's probably not the best thing for me to be having my phone in my hand recording this while I'm driving and shifting gears, but, um, I've been driving sticks for a minute. Anyways, so I am trying to do some last minute things before I hit my flight one of those being uh, a check that (laughs) I feel a little bit embarrassed about that I've had to kind of chase down for like the past month really yeah like the past month Um, you know honest mistake on on the client's part Um, but uh, but yeah so I'm trying to do go get that before I head out of town so I can put that in the bank and uh, everything is packed for the most part I will say this I feel um, I don't know normally when I take these trips to go do shows down south I usually have at least uh, you know my, my buddy Mango the drummer with me but he's not able to come this time he was supposed to come but he's not able to come so taking this trip alone and um and we usually rent like a a 12 passenger van because i like to take majority of my (laughs) studio just for just in cases you know for like just in case we need a di box or extra cable or this or that but i got to be more cost conscious so the most cost conscious thing this time was to take a flight which means i I'm not going to take my whole studio with me. Um, so it's very minimalistic, this trip. But, so I'm traveling by myself. Um, like I said, doing these last minute errands before I head out. I'm in Cincinnati. The airport is in Dayton, which is about, depending on traffic, 45 minutes to an hour away from where I am in Cincinnati. Um... So, I'll probably pick off, pick up from there. I have not eaten anything, which I want to make sure that I do. Have a couple of layovers, and then I should land in Georgia and meet up with my bassist slash one of my best friends slash college buddy, Kigwana Cherry. So, I um, will probably reconvene this part of the conversation 
commentary, whatever you want to call this, these chronicles. Um, either while I'm on my way to Dayton or once I hit the Dayton airport. So, talk to you in a minute. Okay, so, um, clearly I, I forgot to, uh, record once I got to Dayton because today is, <laughs> today is the next day. <laughs> so I traveled all day yesterday. My apologies. Once I got to Dayton and then, um, it was just, it was a lot. And then I forgot and I had like layovers. But, but I did, you know, I did record once I thought about it. I did record my favorite part on the plane which is, um, we'll see if you can hear it. I, I know it might be kind of, it's hard to hear because you're on the plane, but see if you can hear it. This is my favorite part. <laughs> Could you make that out? That's the, um, you know, that's when, when they ask you, do you want something to drink? I always ask for ginger ale. And uh, I know, like, why is that your favorite part? I don't know. It's, I don't know. But um, even though, you know, they, they don't give you, like, the whole can of whatever you want anymore. They just give you a little sip. And then the, the bags of pretzels or peanuts or whatever, they just keep getting smaller and smaller. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, anyways. Because half the time, I, I really try to stay awake because... It's one of those sleeps where you get mad if you fall asleep because as soon as you get into the good sleep, then they wake you up or you get startled up when the plane lands. But anyways, it was just a long, long day of traveling yesterday because I had a flight from, had to fly, I had to drive to Dayton, then a flight from Dayton to Atlanta, and then I had a four-hour layover in Atlanta before I went to Augusta. Which is kind of crazy because I really just could have rented a car and driven to Augusta in two hours <laughs> instead of waiting for four hours. But, um, but yeah, but in that layover time, I had dinner and and did some emailing and handled some business things. Oh, and while I was on the plane, while I was flying to Atlanta, Eric called me. Um, Eric Seats, my co-host. Hey, what's up, Sister Seats? Uh, give me a call. I'm in the in guitar center, like, but it's rock trying. They don't have any, so I'm just trying to see what you suggest next. All right, hit me back. You can't. Don't worry, Eric, or anybody else for that matter. I don't. <laughs> I would never just share, like, any of your random messages. I just figure since this is a music podcast and I'm talking about me getting to a place where I have to do a show in and you ask something about some musical instrument, I was like, oh, that'd be cool to put in. But, um, but yeah, so it was, it was just, a, it was, it was a lot, of, it was a, heavy travel day even though I've had way heavier travel days but yeah once once I got to Augusta I almost had a little bit of a scare um because I was waiting for my luggage and baggage claim and eventually the conveyor belt was still going but there was no bags on the conveyor belt and then it just stopped and I'm like "Mm." my bag didn't come out um I might have to make a trip to the mall tomorrow but then they eventually found my bag and it gotten stuck in the back. So that was great. <laughs> Glad I found my bag. And then my bassist wife, she came pick me up. Lynette, thank you, Lynette. She came by and picked me up from the airport. Um, yeah. And crazy thing now, as I've gotten older, whenever I travel, like when I'm sitting for a while, like my entire body swells up. 
like not like an allergic reaction swell like your throat swell but just like every everything on my body swells up so everything like my hands were so swollen I had to take my ring off my finger and so yeah so once she picked me up I was so tired and felt like I wasn't 21 anymore so I um <laughs> took a shower and went to bed so all of that was yesterday and here we are today so today is Wednesday October 26th 2016 I am waiting on uh my the, my basis is gonna bring some lunch home um so I'm just kind of waiting on that but today like I slept I slept the latest that I have slept in a long time like I slept till like almost 10 o'clock and I know you're like, for real, that's not late. But for me, it is. For me, it is because you people assume, you know, musicians, they just get up whenever they want, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, when you when you are trying, or for me, I can't say with you, but for me, functioning in a business, and I don't just, I'm not just a musician, so I do, I do client work for people. And um, so that's a lot, you know, it's, it's always something to do. It's never just nine to five situations. Like I'm all, I feel like it just never stops. Um, but yeah, but getting that sleep was super good. And to be honest, I can really go back to sleep and get some more Z's, but no, <laughs> I have, um, some stuff that, that I do need to do before the, before today get, is over. One of those being, I guess you could say, this podcast. And I and you know, I know this is this is a little different, you know, than what we normally do. Um, but it's kind of cool like it's just it's straight off the cuff. Um, yeah, but I maybe I'll just do like a couple of of segments on this episode. Um, because yeah, you know, I apologize for not having one together and ready to go and and not putting it out on on Monday. I did I did have one person reach out and say like, "Hey, where's the podcast today?" So, um, <laughs> so True Fire, I apologize for that. Even though it was kind of cool for somebody to reach out and say, "Hey, where's the podcast uh, today?" So that is one of the things I need to to get done today. You know what? I know this is like I said, this is not a typical podcast episode, but let's throw in just a couple of segments. So let's do a songology real quick. So. So off the fly, I, I want to talk about um, my song Dangerous. So for me, well, Dangerous is on, it's on two of my projects. It's on Two Weeks Notice, which came out in 2011. And it's also on my latest project, Going Live in Five, which is it's the clearly it's the live version on there. But Dangerous is like my Rocky Balboa song, <laughs> meaning it's like my Against All Odds sort of a song and the gist of the song what the song is really about is I give it to you in the first part of the of the song first verse even though it's the first line of the first verse um I'm horrible at remembering my lyrics unless I sing them uh I'm closing my eyes trying to remember Uh, the first line is mama never told me that some days would feel like this when I do my part and give all my heart for a dream, most will dismiss. And that's the whole gist of the song. 
and for me it's kind of the whole gist it's not the whole gist but it's it's a lot of what going after your dream okay it's a lot of what starting the dream maintaining that and once things start of ha- once things start happening maintaining that aspect of it is a lot to it um and it's it's really it has to deal with time money and energy and where I allocate those things and sometimes feeling like I'm missing out on certain things like like there's a lot of baby showers a lot of weddings a lot of vacations that I have not (laughs) experienced or gone to or been a part of because you know I got I have I have a studio rent that I have to make sure that I pay every month or uh, liability insurance for my company um or I know I'm gonna have to travel out of town it's just it's a lot of a lot of things and then just the creative space in that um and even this too you know and this may be a little bit personal but I'm at the age where all of my friends all of them like my close friends are married and some of them um have kids or are starting to have kids and you know, when I come up out of my little tunnel vision of my dream and working so hard for it, and I see, like, you know, the things that, that I have also sacrificed in that area because I've been so focused on it just, you know, and, and, and not to say that it's a good or a bad thing. It's just kind of the way it is. And knowing that now, you know, I do need to try to make more time for those things um, and hopefully, you know, hoping that those things will happen. But it's a lot, you know, and everybody doesn't get it and everybody's not going to get it. And everybody meaning like the people close to me or, you know, n- who know me on a, on a personal level, um, everybody doesn't get it. And, you know, some people take offense to it and some people are, are proud and, you know, but I just I just know that, you know, one day is going to be my last day here on this earth and I want to you know I want to go after it and you know so that's what I'm doing but I also (laughs) you know the things that I feel like I haven't paid attention to I'm like I said before I'm starting to to know that I need to and want to make time for those things um because it's no it's no fun to to have the dream and then whether you have it or not you're alone (laughs) you know what I mean so it's it's dangerous in the sense of you know not that your your life is going to be taken but it's dangerous in the sense that the trajectory of your life can change just because you're doing it the people who don't want to fool with you the people the money that you lose the energy that you spend um but the great things that come along with it so it's like it's a yin, yin and a yang to it but that's dangerous.
do a 7-Up story. And I know from my Avid Balance rumors, I know that you know this is kind of out of uh, order. You know, I normally do 7-Up story first and then everything. But that's okay because this is a different type of podcast episode. So that's all right. So anyways, here's my 7-Up story. All right. So about five or six years ago, I held like the first official, official band rehearsal and you know we weren't even called wheel tribe orchestra yet we were still i had named us type one and we were still called type one and if you're like what the heck is type one i won't even bore you with the definition but i named us after a biostatistics term (laughs) from a class that i had but it's a term called type one error if you get time look that up i won't bore you with it right now but so anyway so I scheduled, I, I decided to have the first official rehearsal, and I had moved back to Cincinnati, and but everybody else was kind of still around, it was like down south, closer to the Tuskegee area, so I decided to make it neutral and put it, have the rehearsal in Atlanta, so I packed up my stuff, everything, like all types of speakers, and PA systems, and cables, and mixers, and mics, everything, Packed that up, drum kits, all that stuff. Packed it up, drove down to Atlanta. And and some people even flew in from other places. Like, Vail, she flew in from Memphis. Kig, he was coming from, uh, I think, West Palm Beach, Florida. Glenn was coming from Tuskegee. But we were all coming from different places. And a cool fun fact. So the, the place where we had this rehearsal and a couple more rehearsals after that um, was a place called Soul Asylum studios and uh this place now is kind of like it's blown up in a good way but back then I just randomly found this place so back then um it wasn't as well known as it is now but if you look like on a lot of the reality shows um that take place in Atlanta and they use a studio or or um or rehearsal space or dance space and you see a soul asylum studios that's the same place where we were so that's pretty cool little stamp in our history but oh and and I actually have I have a video because you know I, I record everything for years so I have a video I think of that very first rehearsal that we had down there I'll be sure to link that up I have it on my YouTube channel my personal YouTube channel but I will um I'll link that up in this episode podcast episode anyways so the day of the rehearsal and like I had I picked a Saturday and I had booked this this place like all day for like eight hours I think and I just felt all this pressure to want to make it worthwhile but here's the kicker we had no show that was coming up right so um but I was adamant about like I just I want us to be ready like I don't want us to get a gig or have something great happen and then we're not ready we we have to try to get ready I was like let's let's just get ready now let's start rehearsing now um yeah so I felt all this pressure for everything <laughs> to go well and for just to, I wanted it to be worthwhile for people in that moment. And I wanted it to be worthwhile for people a year later or, or two years later or 10 years later. So that morning, one of the people um, who I thought was going to be in the band, he texted me and and said, you know, basically he wasn't going to be able to make it. And the thing, and it set me off because I was like, he lived the closest. I'm like, dude, you live in Atlanta. Like, 
it's a 20 minute ride for you. Everybody else flew in, drove eight hours. Like all you had to, and, and the part that kind of pissed me off was like the vibe of it, of his message. It wasn't like, Oh, I, I, I'm not going to make it today or I'm going to be late. The vibe was, he just didn't want to do it. And I'm like, okay, is it going to, is it, are we falling apart already from the beginning? And, you know, part of that I think was just me being tired from the drive and the pressure of everything. Like I said, wanting it to be worthwhile for everybody involved. But <laughs> I'll tell you, if that happened today, not to say I wouldn't care, but it wouldn't phase me as much. I would, you know, I'd be like, are you, is everything cool? Are you okay? Okay. All right. Well, that's all right. That's cool. But the point of this seven up story is like to get to that point to where it doesn't necessarily affect you or doesn't, I don't want to say affect you to where it doesn't necessarily make me feel like it's the end of the world type of feeling where it felt like in that moment, it really comes from having a lot of those moments because that was super duper tiny. And since then I've had like huge things that have happened last minute that had the potential to make me feel like, should I cancel this? Is this not going to work? Um, you know, and it's in, and very rarely does things go extremely smoothly for me, but I always realize that they, they work out, they kind of work themselves out, or I just have to figure out a way to try to make it work out. And that's just, that's how life is. And that's how business is, you know, just, there's always some issue, you know, there's always something that you, a problem, there's always some problem that has to be fixed or had to find a solution for and learning how to be cool in those moments. I think, I think sometimes, you know, when you're first getting started, people want to learn from other people's mistakes and, and not have to go (laughs) through certain things. And I've definitely learned a lot from other people's mistakes, but I think some things you just have to go through as uncomfortable as they are, as, you know, as time can, you know, with time, you know, with patience and just knowing that, you know, some things you you just got to go through. And, you know, you heard that phrase, heavy is the head that wears the crown. And, and that's true. Like, it's a lot of pressure. But just because the pressure comes, you can't just, you know, shrivel up and go hide and not deal with it. You got to learn how to deal with it and how to, you know, treat people well in that moment. Um, prime example. So here we are. Something is happening as we speak, as I'm talking to you right now. So my drummer uh, found out a week, like two weeks before the show, that he's not able to come to the show. And for reasons that are completely beyond his control. And, you know, a a huge part of me is concerned about, you know, him and his well-being. I know he's going to be okay, but just, you know, worried about him. And then, but still knowing that I have to handle business and, and figure out how to fix this issue because, you know, the plane ticket was booked. They've already booked us for the show. I think we're the headliner for the show. Um... You know, so there's all of that. So it's like you can't just not go. You can't stop the show. And um, but but trying to find a drummer in the short amount of time and a drummer who uh, who's great <laughs> and who feels confident enough to learn this music in such a short amount of time. And, you know, I I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? I know it's going to we're going to figure it out what the outcome is be. You know, I pray it's going to be well, but um, I know it will be. But, you know, just being able to keep my cool in this moment only comes from me um, having to deal with so many different things 
throughout the years and just knowing that at the end of the day is it's gonna work out it's gonna work out so sometimes you just gotta you gotta weather the storm because it just makes you stronger for the next one that comes along So my go-to gadget is probably about to be super quick, but my go-to gadget is the microphone that I'm using in this episode, which is, drum roll, my iPhone. I'm pretty impressed. I'm pretty impressed with my, my iPhone microphone. I, um, I, I, somebody, I had a conversation with somebody one time and they're like, you know, I want to do a podcast, but I don't have any equipment. Like, I don't have a microphone. I don't know. I don't, I don't have anything. And I'm like, well, sometimes you just got to use what you have. And I was like, if you have a cell phone, I'm sure you have voice note on there or something to record your voice. Just use that. And, um, so here I am, I'm, I'm practicing what I preach because I was trying to pack really light for this trip so I didn't take a bunch of microphones and cables and stuff um and I've recorded this entire podcast if you hear my voice on this episode everything has been recorded with this iPhone uh with this voice note app on my iPhone so that is my go-to gadget for this episode all right my tear of the week I will have to say, oh, I'll say this for, for those of you all who are new listeners, first of all, this is not a regular episode, um, but my tear of the week is just something that balances me out. Um, you know, when you tear a balance, you're literally selling, setting the balance back to zero. So I tear the, each episode with, uh, my tear of the week so I can balance the balance from back to zero in preparation for the next episode. So my tear of the week, uh, is just great friends. It's great people. This is for my homie. This is for my homies. Well, well. Sometimes that just makes the difference. So I want to thank uh, Kigwana Cherry and his wife, Lynette Cherry. They're both my friends. Kigwana's playing bass in the band. And I'm staying with them um, for this show. And, you know, just having having great people around you can make all the difference, you know, and that's the thing that I enjoy most about doing what I love to do with people who I love to be around. And you create great moments and great experiences when you have great people around you. So my chair of the week is just great people, great friends, and my friends are like my family. So, and and even everybody who's kind of helped me, even I want to, and I want to thank Sadia, because Sadia helped me out <laughs> for this trip. I want to thank Rhonda because Rhonda's the one who was like, Hey girl, where's the episode at um for this week? So I wanna thank Rhonda. <laughs> um, I wanna thank Math Preacher, aka Melanie, but just having great people around you, Robin, Brian, Marquia. I'm I'll end up naming a lot of people if I if I start naming folks, but um having great people around you, Lauren having great people around you can make all the difference in the world. So my chair of the week is have incredible people around you. People who don't always tell you what you want to hear, but they tell you the truth. And people who, when you are in need, you don't even have to say anything. They just help you out and are available. And people who let you know, um, you know, 
they recognize you when you're missing. Remember that this podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud and Google Play for you to follow and subscribe to. Um, You can also find this episode on thebalanceroom.com. So if I mention anything like links or videos or anything like that, you can, if you don't know how to find the podcast description, whatever app that you are listening to this episode on, you can always go to thebalanceroom.com and look for the particular episode. In this case, episode 24. And uh, you will be able to find everything. Until next episode, this is your host, musician and producer Ingrid Wood. Take care. God bless. Wish me luck on this upcoming gig. <laughs> and stay balanced. Okay, so, so Kig has picked me up. And we are about to go eat some lunch. Uh, where, where are we about to go? We're going to Taco Sushi. It's good. It's tacos and sushi. Saki. There we go. That's where we're about to go.